Welcome to Wednesday, October 14th, 2020, and another installment of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newscast and Newsletter. I'm your host, Sean Tubbs, for another burst of information about the area around us. Today, we have a new Patreon-powered shout-out. The Local Energy Alliance Program, or LEAP, wants you to consider a home energy checkup as the first step toward lowering your energy bills. For a $45 consultation, Albemarle and Charlottesville residents can have their homes audited to see what can be done to reduce energy consumption. Sign up today. Virginia Governor Ralph Northam has given his first press conference since he and his wife were diagnosed with COVID-19. We know that we have been very fortunate that our experience with this disease was mild. Many other people have not been so lucky, and our hearts continue to be with those who have lost their loved ones. As of this morning, there have been 3,381 COVID-19-related deaths in Virginia and over 200,000 nationwide. Northam said that none of his close contacts have been diagnosed with the disease. He attributed this to mask wearing and spoke to the importance of contact tracing. Dr. Danny Ovula is the director of the Richmond City and Henrico County Health Districts. The role of the local health department in every new case of, of COVID-19 that we have in the Richmond and Henrico Health Districts, we follow up that case and we identify uh, when was their onset of symptoms or when was the date of their positive test. Contact tracers then interview the person to try to identify who they were around. Um, and we determine who actually met the definition of a close contact. So having spent 15 minutes or greater within six feet of somebody is the epidemiologic definition of a close contact. Anyone who meets that definition is now considered to be exposed, and they are asked to go into quarantine for 14 days. That's the period when the virus can incubate in a person's body. Avula said tracers tracked down 65 individuals across seven health districts who met that definition. None tested positive. This morning, the Virginia Department of Health reports another 805 cases and reported 1,235 yesterday. The numbers yesterday were made available later than usual due to a communications problem that we'll discuss more in a moment. The statewide seven-day average of positive tests increased to 4.6% today. There have been 38 cases reported in the Blue Ridge Health District since Monday, with 19 new cases both today and yesterday. A recent spike in new cases has appeared to slow down. The seven-day daily average for new cases is now at 8 in Albemarle and 12 in Charlottesville. The seven-day average of positive tests in the district is at 3.6% today. Last night, the Greene County Board of Supervisors got an update from Emergency Services Director Melissa Medor. That body had not met since September 22nd. Our numbers in Greene County stand at 255 as of today. Um, when we met last, it was at 212, so we are up 43. 12 hospitalizations, up two, three COVID-related fatalities, no change there. In all, there have been 74 fatalities in the Blue Ridge Health District to date. The number of active cases at the University of Virginia is now listed at 95 people, with 74 of those individuals being students. Yesterday, UVA officials announced they would loosen restrictions on gatherings from 5 people to 10 people. They also said that all students living in dorms would be tested on a regular basis, or at least every 9 days. Governor Northam said it is crucial to avoid complacency as the seasons change. We're heading into the colder months, 
and all of the outdoor socializing we've been able to do is about it's getting harder. People are going to be less likely to want to meet up outside when it's 40 degrees or below. Northam also announced yesterday that he has signed legislation recognizing Juneteenth as a state holiday. Legislation passed the General Assembly in the ongoing special session unanimously. Now, about that communications problem. A federal judge has extended the voter registration deadline in Virginia one day after a fiber line was cut in Chester that served several government agencies, including the Department of Elections. Several groups, ranging from the New Virginia Majority Education Fund to the League of Women Voters, filed a complaint asking for an extension which required judicial action. Here's Judge John A. Gibney, Jr. Uh, I will order, as you requested, all registrations uh, may occur until 11.59 p.m. on tomorrow, October the 15th. Gibney thanked attorneys for working together to allow more people to register. Today is the first day of operations for the new Greene County Department of Emergency Medical Services. The Green Board of Supervisors authorized the move in May after the University of Virginia opted to not renew a contract to provide the service for the county. Here's Melissa Metter again. All 14 full-time positions are filled and we have hired an additional 13 part-time employees. Supervisors praised Metter and her staff for putting together the department in such a short amount of time. Here's Supervisor Bill Martin. You know, I went from a little bit of anger earlier this year when the contract was terminated uh, quickly to awe for what Ms. Metter and, and, and her new team has accomplished. The Virginia Department of Health has issued a warning against eating fish caught in the Upper James River due to elevated levels of polychlorinated biphenyls, or PCBs, found in tissue samples. This affects a stretch of river from the headwaters at Iron Gate to Balcony Falls Dam near Glasgow. Over 90% of office space has been leased in the Dairy Central project in Charlottesville, according to an email from the firm Cushman & Wakefield Tallheimer. In all, the Dairy Central project will include 50,000 square feet of Class A office space and 180 apartments, as well as a food hall. Tenants for office space include the CoStar Group and Virginia Humanities. The food hall is expected to open in late 2020 when Starhill Brewery will anchor the 16-stall market hall. Other tenants include Moothrew, Take-It-Away Sandwiches, The Milkman's Bar, and others. Today in meetings, the Crozet Community Advisory Committee convenes virtually at 7 p.m. for a meeting that includes a discussion of a special use permit to amend previous approvals for the private Claudius Crozet Park to allow for a community recreation facility. There will also be a presentation on the many projects the Rivanna Water and Sewer Authority is planning for the Crozet area. The RWSA Board of Directors were given this presentation in late August. There's a capital cost of about $41.5 million in projects to increase capacity in Crozet and improve safety at Beaver Dam. And that's it for today's installment of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newsletter and Newscast. Thank you very much for listening. Please do follow the information in the Patreon-fueled 
shout out at the top for the Local Energy Alliance program. If you would like to get your own shout out, that's $25 a month through Patreon. It's a really cost-effective way for you to give a shout out to a nonprofit, a charity, or even just to say something like, happy birthday. Speaking of which, happy birthday to my daughter, Finn. I'm Sean Tubbs, your host of this program, and we'll be back tomorrow with another installment.